Hey guys, welcome to Stock Talk. It's a little different this time. It's just Trevor Kirkpatrick here. Uh, Corey is going to take a few days off, as you may have seen if you are uh, friends of the family. Uh, there was a little incident with uh, his family, especially his mother, Lisa. Um, I hope everybody in the Stock Talk Nation will send love and prayers her way. Uh, without getting into too much details, uh, she was injured at a family reunion, uh, fell through a balcony, actually, and uh, severely sprained her ankle, has some... Uh, bruising there in her ribs and just is pretty sore and uh, uh that that is a really tough woman there so uh we are sending our love and prayers towards the edge family's way so uh if you guys would join me in doing that social media or however you feel need uh send love to mama edge and the edge family with that being said i'm going to take this one by myself this time with no problems at all got a few updates for you guys before we get our visitors in for this week um we will be i will be at louisville next week at the national junior summer spectacular i'll be flying it solo there while Corey uh, continues to gather his thoughts and uh takes care of his real job although this is kind of our side gig so um i'm looking forward to that it'll be a good time we're going to have uh, the mobile the walton webcasting mobile studio set up there uh speaking of which you guys have got to check out some of the stuff that they're doing. Uh, I probably sat for like an hour watching some of the, the replays on Walton Webcasting through their uh, their archives there. So make sure you subscribe to Walton Webcasting. Go to waltonwebcasting.com. And also they have a lot of entertaining stuff with uh, their stockcenter.tv. So make sure you check them guys out. And of course, we will be sharing the booth there in Louisville. So make sure... You check out um, their cool stuff. I know they were selling some t-shirts there at the exposition, so I expect them to have some things there too. So we will be at Louisville come of the first week of July, as always, there at the Kentucky Expo, Expo Center. Um, we, Stock Talk, will have some merchandise, uh, just like we did there at the exposition, t-shirts, hats, and we'll. Uh, if you submit a topic, we'll give you a koozie. And uh, look out, folks, we do have an online store. Uh, yeah, that's right. Finally have the online store up. I actually think in this episode we mentioned that we're working on it. It's been worked on. It's up. So if you search stocktalk-podcast.com, again, that's stocktalk-podcast.com, you will take a long journey to the new online store. And only not only is it a store, there's actually a way that you can learn how to download Spotify. If you're not sure, obviously, if you're listening to this, you can probably understand where we're found at. Uh, But that's a cool way to show the older folks or somebody that doesn't know who we are. There's a YouTube video on there that explains how to download and listen to us every single Wednesday. There's also a brand new thing, a lot of new things in this episode, so might as well throw it all at you. Scroll to the bottom. And there is something we are extremely excited about. And we'll we'll put out some videos to make this a little bit more sense. But you guys are the first to hear it here on Wednesday. We have what we call a Patreon. Many other podcasts and many other industries use this. What a Patreon is, is you can go on there and every month you are going to hear some brand new content. This isn't like the stuff you hear every day, although we'll still post it every single Wednesday 
This is stuff that has been pretty controversial or maybe Cora and I just cut loose and get after it and it's not public. But all you have to do is, is pay a small fee every single month and then you're going to hear bonus episodes. There's different tiers from a dollar on up. So every month you are going to have the opportunity to hear stuff that has never been heard before. We've been working on some content that is absolutely killer. It's hilarious. And there's some times where we get some pretty serious thoughts and, and some topics in there that maybe we don't want public. So um, it's called Patreon. Again, go to stocktalk-podcast.com. At the very bottom, you'll see something that says become a Patreon. Click that and it'll take you to this website where we are hosting all of those events. Now, Today is, we're a week away from the 1st of July. That's when we're going to start all of our new content on there. There will be a chance for you guys to get free merchandise, free bonus content. There's even a tier on there where if you pay enough per per month, you can ride with us to our next live show or live event or wherever the heck we're going. So it's pretty badass. So just search on there, look at our different tiers, and it's going to be something that's incredible that we are super excited about. Again, we're trying to be more than just a podcast. So with that being said, uh, go to stocktalk-podcast.com to not only get your merchandise on our online store, but you'll also be able to become a Patreon of this podcast and get you some killer content, more though than what, what we're going to hear in just a minute. With that being said, we have some pretty cool kids. Oh, let me rewind just a minute. If it takes just a little bit longer to get your merchandise on the online store, it has been a pain in my ass to try to get shipping figured out. So bear with me. I may send you a a free sticker or something if if you have to wait too long. But I was just on the computer for literally an hour and a half trying to figure out shipping. It's a pain. So bear with me. We promise to get you stuff. But hit up the online store if you're not going to be in Louisville next week and get you some merch, some hats, some t-shirts. We still have a very few limited edition Jim McCoy t-shirts that he designed. Our sizes are running out, so get it while you can. That being said, we have some pretty cool guests on this week's episode. I traveled to Columbus, Ohio at the campus of Ohio State and met with some of the showpig.com all-star camp ambassadors and we chatted with a lot of different things. Corey chimed in on this one, so you will be able to hear uh, him. He, We all kind of had a lot of fun with, uh, we asked them a lot of different things. We, uh, we switched it up on you this time. Usually at the end, we ask, where do you see the industry in five years? Well, let's be honest, they are the next five years and thereafter. So we get to hear from our future of the industry. Very, very sharp kids. There's three of them on here that you're going to meet, and I had a heck of a lot of fun with this. So please help me welcome the kids, the ambassadors of showpig.com all-star camp. We're here at the showpig.com all-star camp. Um, You know, Ohio State's nice enough to let these kiddos roam around their campus. So uh, I happened to pull three of the ambassadors aside, and we are here at the Columbus campus. However, you're stuck in Illinois. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, not a bad place to be. I think you were a little aggressive with the the on the Ohio State, but it's okay. Well, you know how it is. It's the state university in Ohio, so. I, yeah, I get, I get it. I get it. So, uh, <laughs> Trev, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited for this. This is, uh, another kind of unique, uh, situation we got here on the podcast to where, uh, a little maybe unexpected for us. We weren't sure 
if we, we were actually going to do this or not. But this is really exciting because we've yeah. got we've got the youth. I mean, technically, you and I are probably still considered the youth, but we're like the tweener. We're in that awkward growing stage, I think. <laughs> yeah, between exactly. childhood and adulthood. Uh, we're no longer youths. We're almost like half youths. Yeah, it's weird. But um, but for those of you guys that have been listening to us uh, and have heard some of our interviews in the past, we've kind of tried to gather as much information and cool interviews from like the biggest producers and uh, most influential people in the industry. Well, now we've got the future of, you know, those those next people that will be. So it's interesting. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we usually, I told them before we started, everybody's probably 20, 15 to 30 years older than you. So this is a, a different spin, which I like. Yeah. We, we don't like to be the same. All right. Can we shut up and let the kids talk now? Yeah, let's do that. That's why we're here. <laughs> so uh, we've got three of you in here at the, uh, maybe a little echoey. We're in a big auditorium, but uh, it, we're going to make it work. We're going to let you guys introduce yourselves on down through the line, and we'll go from there. Okay, so, hey, y'all, my name is Cameron Christ, and I'm from Adamsville, Ohio. Um, some of my what my current involvements are, um, I'm a SureChamp ringleader, and then also I'm an ambassador here at camp. Um, my future plans would be to attend, like, a four-year college and focus on ag business. And then after that, I really hope to stay in the industry and um, grow with that as well. So not to interject, but uh, those of you listening that's ever been to a NJSA Yorkshire auction, this is her dad, Ronnie, that knows all of these. So, <laughs> sorry, not to not to interrupt, but yeah. Uh, my name's Cooper Secker. I'm from Waterloo, Illinois. Um, I'm currently the state ambassador for Illinois Pork Producers Association um, and a senior at the University of Arkansas, where I'm studying ag leadership. I plan to move on after college and hopefully pursue something in the swine industry that pertains to sales. There you go. And actually, Ronnie um, sold um, a cross guilt for me at Expo last year, and he yep. did a really good there job. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> like those auctioneers. <laughs> Plug um, So, hey, y'all. My name is Clint Lee. I'm from Eastman, Georgia. Go dogs. I um, actually just finished my freshman year at UGA with an animal science major, dairy science minor. Um, I'm on a pre-vet track. plan to go to the UGA vet school get a degree in mixed animal medicine, and actually move home back to central Georgia and serve our junior livestock industry there as a vet. Um, within the junior livestock industry, I am on the Georgia Junior Swine Booster Senior Board. Um, we are able to put on shows, get around, and really just pour into our youth and pour into the ones younger than us and help them mold our industry into what they are. There you go. We're all over the place, Ohio and Georgia and going to Arkansas. It's cool stuff, man. People so travel. what we're here for, What's that? I said it's good that they like to travel. That's right. That's right. Um, so what a better place to meet than Ohio. I'm going to promote the heck of Ohio. So sorry. <laughs> I'm right here with you. <laughs> you guys can stay over there. But, uh, hey, the reason we're here is we're, we're all about the camps. And this one is what we call the showpig.com all-star camp. So, uh, Clint, we'll just direct this question to you. Explain to those listening, maybe their parents or even uh, maybe some of the other youth out there, what is showpig.com all-star camp and what have you guys been learning this week? Okay, so I guess if you wanted to put it in a nutshell fast, it's life-changing. Mm -hmm. um, you come in thinking, oh, I'm going to come in showmanship clinics. I'm going to come into this. It's a people camp. You come in, your lives are, you have to dig deep. You start reevaluating things. You figure out 
What is my purpose in life? Where am I going? How am I going to get there? Who can help me? What can I do? And um, just over the week, we've done farm to fort projects to get people introduced into the meat science side of things. We go to different corporations to show you can come from a small ag background and be a top man at like Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Um, so from anything and everything and just really broadening horizons and getting people introduced to what they can do with an ag background and an ag education. Yeah. Corey, we're, we're um, making them miss the grilling project they have going on today. So these people are dedicated. They're missing a grilling project <laughs> to just chat with our our dumb heads uh that's wow i don't know who scheduled this but that was uh, unfortunate timing (laughs) and you gotta know i like to grill so this is not (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's i think what's what's cool about the showpig.com team just as an organization is that that they what's unique about the all-star camp that i know about is it's just the ability to take people from all different places and get them to connect for a week and, and just kind of you're involved in the show pig deal. You're involved in the livestock industry, but it's, it's building the relationship connections that really are what the whole livestock industry is about anyway. So your guys' ability to do that is pretty cool. So this, I guess, segues into um, kind of a, another question that, we're interested to know about is what advice have you given to other kids or what advice would you give to other kids your age uh, or younger to get involved in, in, in just as intertwined in the industry as you guys have been? Well, um, for me and for this week, I think that this has to do a lot with where these kids are going and the leadership that they have in front of them and and utilizing the opportunities that they've been given here at this camp this week and utilizing what they've been given throughout their life and and showing in in agriculture and being able to implement it into their own life further on. And and one of the biggest things that I kind of try and talk to these um, folks about and, and, kind of try and keep in mind for myself is that always there's always someone watching mm-hmm. um and it and it doesn't always have to be somebody that's in the show ring um it doesn't have to be somebody that you're trying to influence it could be as simple as somebody that came and passed by and saw what you guys were doing in the show ring um and wanted to experience it and so with that we talk about animal welfare and and making the right decisions and i think that um when we're in the show ring we have to prove that we're doing this for the right reason mm-hmm. um and then carry that over into what we do in everyday life that's exactly right what's amazing about this camp is uh you know my background i worked for the went family there at their farm for the past four years and every year you guys go there again this year, I would assume. Uh, no, we not are not. Year, no, not unfortunately. I'm... Yeah. Well, it's because I left. So, you know, nobody. <laughs> <go there. laughs> no. So, you know, the past couple of years, they've toured many different farms and the Went farm would be one of them. And, and I had no clue what this camp was about when it first started. Adam Nydren, the, the guy who pretty much uh, helps run this deal is, hey, we're going to have this camp. And I'm like, OK, well, I got to do this showmanship clinic or how to feed pigs. But realistically, these kids are all gathered up to just learn about life. I, I, I would say the show pig deal is, is the medium in which all you guys are involved in. And then you guys come as a group just because you're in the show pig industry. That's why yes. it's called the show pig.com yes. camp. So it, it is very cool to hear about 
especially the last night is like un- anything anybody oh, can ever think it, about. It is life changing. Yeah, I Absolutely. mean, there's there's things that are that are said coming out of the young people's mouth that I wish a lot of people could hear because I've I've attended one, uh, two maybe last year actually, and it was like insanely awesome. I said stuff that I didn't even know I I could say, so it was really cool. So uh, to go beyond the camp, um, what what other things would you interject? Uh, Miss Christ about the uh, the camp and how you're you're including your work with some of these kids. Um, honestly, this year being on the leadership team has been, I think, more transforming than anything mm-hmm. I have ever done in my whole entire life. Because last year I had other people watching me grow, and this year I'm helping other people grow, mm-hmm. but I'm growing as well. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. is just crazy to me because I'm sitting back and I'm watching these kids mm-hmm. change their lives, and I realize that's what. I had last year yeah, right. and I'm so grateful for that. Um, and then also um, these kids, they're just like you just said, like the last night you come into camp thinking, Oh no, I'm not going to be <laughs> yeah. like that. Like they can't crack me. And then by the last night you're like, Oh my gosh, I am a new person. Yeah. And then you go out into the world and you, you can change That's anybody's awesome. life. When is the want. last night? Is that tomorrow? Sunday tomorrow? Night. Tomorrow nice. night. Gotcha. Yes. So how many campers are there? 37, I believe. 37. Around that. And there's probably, what, 10 states represented, maybe? 8 to 10? Uh, at least. Yeah. At least at 10. Least. Yeah. So there's quite a few. I was trying to do my homework when I was coming, and it's hard to keep track of all the different states. <laughs> yeah. I saw some yeah. familiar faces, but um, so that's that's way cool. But, uh, Corey, I think we're going to jump into a segment with these guys, actually. Yeah, before we do, I'm interested to know, uh, we talked about the, the grilling uh segment of of the camp what 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 other things are involved in the camp itself and and how's you know what's some other favorite parts i guess i mean obviously the grilling part would probably be my favorite i assume there's eating involved in that so um so yeah one of my favorite things to do is watching the farm to fork so the first night um we come in and we do a live evaluation of the pigs and dr moeller helps us um with the ultrasound learning uh how big that loin is and how much back fat and um, all that. And then the next day we get to actually watch a harvest, which is cool. And a lot of the kids have not seen that, mm-hmm. especially in a university. Um, so that's always cool. And then we get to actually, so yesterday we were in the meat cooler for like three hours. So <laughs> it was pretty chilly. Um, and the kids got to cut up the meat and, um, that was super cool to watch like them getting in there. Cause we actually didn't get to do that last year. Yeah. The Texas girls didn't fare so well. Yeah. <laughs> Neither did our Jamaican friend, Damien. Oh, he was, yeah. They opened the oven up when we got downstairs and he was circling like a rotisserie chicken <laughs> <laughs> to warm up. Um, so yeah, That's we got awesome. to, to see the, the carcasses yesterday. And then we do like, um, I don't know what you call that. The, the numbers, we grade it. Yeah, the grade of it. And then today we actually get to cook it and we get to taste test. And then so we actually had uh, two crossbreds, a barrel and a gilt, and then we had a Duroc and a Berkshire. And then um, is it an awesome ball? Awesome ball. Robert Schull County Fair Entry. Yes. 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 That one. That one. <laughs> that one. Okay, I hope this isn't the bare eyes sold him because what the heck happened? <laughs> yeah. So uh, to our listeners, uh, not very good radio, but – to picture a, um, well, I guess you could go and Google it. I don't know how you would spell that. Me and words don't get along. But. It's like O-S-S-A-B-O-W, something like that. It's a breed of hog. And they are extremely burly, huge ribs, very deep, huge mugs. But their feet are probably as big as my thumb. 
hundred percent. So these things are ugly looking, but the goal was to try to see about their meat quality. Yes, and yes. the back fat. The back there was fat. like four inches of back fat on this thing. <laughs> it was crazy. Wow. Yeah, they were taking slabs of fat off of them. Like that's crazy. I like, bet you that's so. It, it sounds like Ossiball is a, a fancy word to say like potbelly pig. <laughs> <laughs> we heard everything from scary pig to, to big Bertha. This pig skipped leg day. <laughs> what is this creature? Yeah. Uh, so I would like – there was a piece of, of what you were talking about that I'm interested in, and it was the taste testing. So oh, I got yeah. a little story. Um, when I did an internship with Cargill, uh, back when they still had the, the pork business unit, uh, they were doing some R&D for the sausage that they put in McDonald's breakfast burritos and i kid you not i signed up for that taste panel five different times i'm shocked Corey. (laughs) (laughs) we would we would get like three burritos every time and so i'd eat the first one do my little grading and then i'd take the other two back with me to my desk so i could like save them for lunch and it was it was the best thing ever so taste testing mucho bueno Corey's first in line we yeah. actually got to tour a taste testing unit at Wendy's um, headquarters where they had a test kitchen and they had a sampling unit where they did those studies. And so we got to walk through one with this camp. Oh, that's so really cool. It was and very Henry Derby yeah. is now kind of, he led that. Yes, yes sir. Yes. Sorry. Another funny story. Sorry, listeners. Uh, <laughs> but this is actually really funny because he was one of my uh, professors here at the Ohio State University. So it was actually, I was sitting up right behind us here. Uh, we're in the auditorium and uh, top row. And, you know, I, I was just kind of getting ready to get my notes out. And Zerby walks in the, in the room here and he's just kind of, all right, guys, what are you going to talk about today? And I'm like, okay, like this guy's asking us what we want to talk mm-hmm. about. So some kid raises his hand. He's like, hey, my steer's not eating. Do you know what, what I would do to help the steer eat? And he's like, sure. So he went on through his ration. Okay, well, I'm thinking I have no interest in show cattle. So at that point, I didn't. So I got my phone out and started flipping through Facebook and I look up and 35 minutes roll by and he's up talking about the meat quality and, and beef and how the gastro track does this and you need to do this to help this pH level. And you know how Zerby is. He can get mm-hmm. all, oh. on his perspective <laughs> yes. quite quickly. So midterm comes, that's a whole section. And I'm like, holy crap. I thought they were just talking about show cattle. Little did I know that uh, Zerby did this whole lecture without me knowing it was a lecture. So extremely intelligent guy. That's awesome. I'm jealous. Uh, that's yeah. It's cool to go through the, the Wendy's headquarters here in Ohio. I actually forgot it was yeah. in Ohio. So I will say uh, if anybody had ate a breakfast burrito from McDonald's circa like summer 2014, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, time to jump into topics from a hat. Topics from a hat, of course, is brought to you by our friends at Pierce Threads, Corey. Yes. And if you guys still, to this day, I don't know how many more times i got to say it, but go check out Big Paul. I mean, their new brand. Uh, go to fierce-threads.com. That's their new website. They've got this new Big Paul apparel line, the Big Paul lifestyle. Holy buckets, is it cool. Go check it out. Buy their stuff. Uh, tell them that your friends at Stock Talk sent you. Uh, we don't get anything for that, but just do it because we like our relationship with Mark. So, yes. yeah, keep that the going. The families are awesome. Yes. 
All right. So this is a, actually a topic that we got from a young showman. I'll keep him anonymous just to do it. Hey, I said anonymous this time, Corey. <laughs> Hip hop anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our anonymous listener, I thought this was perfect for uh, the young crew that we have in front of us here. If you had one thing to share to a stock show parent that may be listening, what would it be? I want to hear you, Mr. Clint. So what I would say is to sit back, let your kids show and let them do their thing. Mm -hmm. So my parents, I've been fortunate enough to, they let me take control of my show string, my sharing um, experience, my show bar and everything. Super cool to be able to see myself grow in that part and like everything. And I feel like parents, sometimes they don't mean it, yeah. but they can hold you back real quick. Like if they try to live through you in the show oh, ring. That's good stuff. And so I believe like, just let them have their moment in the show ring. Like, Yes, you may have had your moment 20, 30 years ago, but like it's time for them to be able to win their banners, make their experiences, like that type of thing. And just let them be kids. Let them have fun, win or lose, and really find the true meaning in the stock show world. Oh, I love it. Go, we're going to go through everybody here. Like okay. pe people, think, people think dance moms are bad, <laughs> but let's, let's be real. There's some show stock parents that could probably give them a run for their money. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, for me – I definitely believe that um, this industry and what we're doing, um, there's no parents in that show ring. Mm -hmm. um, your kids are there, um, and that's what it's really all about. Um, it's about youth development, and it's not always about winning a banner. It's it's about what they're taking away from from the show ring and from the friends and the connections and the and yep. the people that they meet and the influence in their life past showing pigs and so um i i i got the experience and um the i guess i was fortunate enough to see how miles tenyas um works with kids mm -hmm. um and how much he appreciates um the youth in the industry and how much he makes it about kids and i think that's where a lot of my appreciation for youth in the industry comes from um and I think that that we, every once in a while we get wrapped up in, um, you know, just that next win or, yeah. or pushing hard to make every jackpot. Or right. sometimes it's okay to sit back and and let your kid go to a baseball game. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. go out for ice yeah. cream. And even if this is your sport, right? You know, coaches are you know the parents still aren't out there playing mm -hmm. baseball. Yes. You know, you got to you got to let the kids be kids sometime. Yes. And if you go back to listen to episode 20, Dan Hogue talks about, you know, we got to remember why we're here. Mm -hmm. Yes. We wouldn't have this whole industry if our kids weren't showing, you know, so totally like it. All right. We got another one over here. Um, so mine would be all about sportsmanship. So a parent sportsmanship, like standing outside the ring is just as important as the kids mm -hmm. that are in the ring. Mm -hmm. um, because oh, mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> these kids look up to their parents so much. Like I know my parents are my number one role models and um if it wasn't for them i don't think that i would have the same outlook as like in the show ring mm -hmm. um so no matter if it's like complaining because somebody spends money on their hogs or they they win a show or they did something in the ring that you didn't care for you don't go back and complain to these kids about them because it rubs off and right. you want these kids to grow and to not like see these things in the ring but to only see the good things and only take the positives like out of um, showing in the livestock industry. Mm -hmm. So just to be a good influence on your kids and to, and to keep the complaining on yeah. the sideline. Oh, I love it. And I think all of you can agree is 
I, we, we go through the ring. You guys are all leaders of your own generation. And to move forward with that, I mean, the parents have ex an extreme impact on their kids, whether they like it or not. And really, not their own kids. I mean, parents Everybody. in general. Mm -hmm. Parents are somebody that a kid is watching. And like mm -hmm. you said, there's always somebody watching you that's probably a kid looking up to some, mm -hmm. some parent. So I, I dig that. And, and well, the only thing I would add, you guys hit it all really, really well, is if a parent loses and they throw a spray bottle and the spray bottle busts all over the corner of the show barn, well, when that kid grows up and has his own kids, mm -hmm. his or her mm -hmm. own kids, they're going to remember, oh, my dad used to get so mad and threw this spray bottle. They're going to probably paint a target on that same corner and just keep throwing at it. <laughs> so I love what you guys are saying. Can I jump in oh, with absolutely. one more thing? Before we move on to the next topic, I do think that it uh, it is important to thank the parents. And I think I would oh, yeah. share that um, I would not be here if it wasn't for my mom. Oh, yeah. Um, and I I think that, that it is almost like a thankless job sometimes that parents have to go through and yep. take these kids everywhere and push so hard. And they want everything for their kids. And I want parents that are listening to know, um, and I, I can't speak for for absolutely everyone but i think that kids in general i'd like to say thank you oh yeah that's um, good just the impact that that you've made on us and and how you've allowed us to have these opportunities is incredible um and we thank you for it that's awesome you don't hear that enough well, that's good stuff. <laughs> uh hey so another another topic uh from a hat um and this one's just submitted by yours truly um, if we're, if we're still on the subject, I would like to discuss what is your favorite judge that you've ever shown under? Ooh, good one. That's a sticker question. Go ahead. Um, so being a Georgia boy myself, I have to go with Mr. Gary Childs. Okay. Um, so Jeez. <laughs> how brown is your nose right he now? He likes Yorkshire females. That's one thing I'm in love with. He likes them long and feminine. Another thing I'm in love with, we got to make them functional sound, and he just checks all the boxes yeah. that I check off myself. So. He's a story man, too. That's oh, he is. He is. He's a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. I feel like, I, I feel like I'd get kind of tired if I was showing in a grand drive to Gary, though. Uh, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's happened. Well, especially and, on that uh, green carpet down there. Don't oh, worry. Oh, <laughs> it's ruthless. I need a shot of Banamine after showing down there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about you? So I was going to do Willie Kirkpatrick. Oh, I'm but sorry. <laughs> actually, actually, I think that Bobby Liston um, is one judge that I really enjoyed um, to go out and show in the ring with um, to, to, to show under and, uh, you know, break out the Crocs and get casual. <laughs> uh, the guy's awesome, and I know that when he's talking, I want to be listening. Um, you know, and I could name off so many. Oh yeah. Um, but but Bobby definitely comes to mind as somebody that I that had an impact on me young. Um, he judged my state fair when I was very young, and and I I kind of modeled some of what I did after that, and many other judges throughout my life. But I think that that I just really enjoyed being in the ring or outside the ring listening to Bobby Liston. Very cool. We actually spoke to him briefly there at the exposition. And Willie, too. They were, supposed to, we were, they were both supposed to be at the Walton Webcasting Mobile Studio. Never made it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the third one? 
Um, so I've actually never shown under him. I only watched him at the Summer Spectacular. Um, but Willie Kirkpatrick has by far been my favorite judge to watch. And one day I will show under him. <laughs> um, he is so enthusiastic in the ring, and he just has that look about him mm-hmm. that he knows his stuff. And I think that is the coolest thing. I could sit all day and just listen to him talk. And he has about- a really cool last name, too. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually did the uh, Open Yorkshires this year at the exposition. Uh-huh. And I got to commentate, and I sat there and listened. Well, he actually, I'll, I'll pull back a little bit. He was very much under the weather. So he has a deep voice, but imagine that, like two octaves lower <laughs> with the scratchy voice. So, But still, he was just as enthusiastic as he normally is. Yeah. So. Corey, and- what's yours? I'm going to stick you just because these kids already, you stuck them with a hard question. Uh, that's rude. Um, <laughs> this is our show, okay? Um <laughs> Oh, man, favorite judge. Honestly, this is about as cliche as it gets. I mean, this is probably even more cliche than, like, Trevor, if you picked the person I'm going to pick. But, like, Jim McCoy's been the favorite person that we've ever shown under. Uh, he was the he was the first person to ever send us to the Coliseum in Indiana. Uh, and just his honesty behind judging livestock and evaluating from what they are and – just I love the way he breaks down stock. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I guess just from you know my interest as a a person that likes to evaluate all kinds of livestock, he's probably been my favorite that we've shown under. Man, I don't know. I love list. There's a, I mean, there's a long list of people I could say that I've listened, talked to on the mic, and it's just I think it comes down to to the guys that show the most passion in the ring and. They're not there just to collect their paycheck and run through it. Yeah. There are guys like that, but I would like to think that there's more than more than uh, more than plenty of guys that I'd like to show under. But yeah, I would I would say Jimbo's probably definitely in my top top five. We'll just call it a Mount Rushmore if you want to. But uh, <laughs> I did show under Rash once, um, and I he is like cuts butter with a. Uh, with his tongue, just as far as just Ew. being smooth. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> That's probably an inappropriate analogy, honestly. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, but yeah, I, and then, you know, what Rash has done in the last, you know, three years or so when he gets the crowd up and ha- has them cheer on the kids in the grand drive, like, that's the coolest thing. And I'm not going to lie, I tried that once when I was judging, didn't work out as well. Yeah, uh, I, I was actually at the uh, the Upper Peninsula Michigan State Fair. Um, those fans got loud, uh, but I don't think they got loud for the right for like just because I got them pumped up. I think they did it because all the kids were there and they'd never seen anything like that before. Yeah. Uh, so I couldn't take credit for it. A lot of people were asking me like, "Have you done that before?" I'm like, "No, that was a rash thing, but I stole it from him." Go watch the Indiana State <laughs> Fair Green Drive. It was really cool. So yeah, um, man, I don't know. You suck. It's your turn. Oh, I've got to pick one now. Uh, yeah. I've, I've got two in, in tight competition, but I'm going to have to go with Mark Hogue. Uh, guy that Ooh. You can't hide yeah. anything from him. I actually remember driving a Barra with an extra Ducal, and we were second for that reason. I was thinking, ah, you know what, jackpot show. This was e- eons ago, like my probably one of my very first shows out in Indiana. And we drove a Barra with an uh, extra Ducal, and – he broke him down and everything he said I agreed with, and he called out the extra Duclaw, and I was like, well, I guess I'll never show a bear with an extra Duclaw, Glenn. But then he did the state fair there a couple of years ago, and, I, and that was I, – I probably already said this on here, I'm sure, but that was the year that I was going into my uh, senior college 
career of judging, and I sat there with a notebook and just wrote down how he explained animals. It's not really what he said. There wasn't any gorilla back or, you know, monster legged or anything like that. He's just very good about how he breaks animals down. So if I had to pick one, it'd probably be M. Hoke. Marcus. There you go. Cool. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, if your name did not make the list of favorite people to show under, sorry about you. Yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> we could have named off a lot of people. Yeah, we could have went uh, for an hour, but let's not do that as a full segment. Yeah, that's that's a little ridiculous if we continue down that path. So um, I guess last topic from a hat would be uh, another one submitted by yours truly. We don't really have a hat, or nor do we have like – So how many topics, topics are we submitting here? Gee whiz. <laughs> just, just, just one. Just one more, Trev. Just one more. Um, and this one's – maybe a little bit more serious, but if you guys, uh, are picture yourself 10 years from now and you've got a kid getting ready to go into the grand drive, let's just say at the exposition, since we've been on that train for a while now, uh, what are you, what are you driving? What breed is it? Uh, who bred them? And what are your chances of winning the deal? Wow, we're really digging deep here, man. <laughs> we're talking to teenagers. <laughs> hey, I'm interested to know. All right. I feel like I feel like we could probably have a Yorkshire in the Grand Drive, considering our conversation already. Okay. Well, what do you guys think? I'll start if you want me to. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, my kids would be driving. Um, a crossbred barrel, preferably blue. Um, it <laughs> has nothing to do with the reserve at the state fair a couple years ago. No. <laughs> um, it would be bred by Mr. Will Hildy. He has been such an inspiration to me, and I hope throughout the rest of my years that he'll be around. And um, my chances of winning it, I don't know. It's exposition, so there's there's a lot there. Yeah. Being a crossbred, um, I would say if it's dang good then it could win yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but if I had to choose it would be very good yeah. and yes it would win <laughs> that's what I like to hear I was hoping for that response so I guess if I could pick um, something for my kids I hope to someday pass down my love of raising livestock to my kids mm-hmm. um, and I hope that they can take and run with it and to see um, an overall champion as a bred known. Oh yeah. Um, in my opinion, my child leaving with a bred known Hank banner, um, with a champion, um, I think that would be incredible. Um, and if I could pick a breed, uh, I'm a Berkshire man. <laughs> um, and you know, if I could see one of, you know, one of my kids leave with a champion Berkshire gilt at the the World Pork Expo that's go. bred known, and he goes back and continues to improve his herd. I know that that we've we've done something. There you go. Oh, I, like I like that response. That's a good one. So I'm gonna actually have to mirror Cooper a little bit. Raising Yorkshire females over through my junior career has really just like made a love for it. Uh-huh. So if I my kid was driving one, I'd have to say a big broody Yorkshire female, <laughs> um, bred and on, raised at home, bring a little Georgia flavor up to the um, <laughs> Midwest. So yeah, that's, de- I definitely have to go Yorkshire female bread and on. I like it. 
Well, I can't. I would just assume everybody's going to win it. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, I love the bread known deal. It was kind of cool this year. There was quite a few, Trev, when we were commentating on the uh, team purebred side, there was quite a few bread known guilds that were uh, yeah, winning classes and divisions and stuff. Tells you about so. the quality that's out there. Yeah, that's right. All right. So that's topics from a hat, probably a little bit uh, different than what we've done in the past, yeah. considering we had two submissions from Corey Edge, but that's fine. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We like to be different. Um, all right, that's right. Guys. The last question we typically ask everybody is, where do you see the industry in five years? Well, you guys have not been in it so very often or very long, I should say. But here's how I want to spend this question. You guys are the next five years. How do you guys plan on making a major impact in the show stock industry to improve those next five years? We'll go this way. Don't say starting another podcast. <laughs> that's right. Um, so I guess how... I plan on making a positive impact um, on the industry would have to be you got to start at the county fair because that's always where it starts. And you just got to put back into the youth because mm-hmm. that's who's growing. That's who's coming up. Um, so the the first year kid who it's their first hog, you got to start there. And that's how you work your way up to the um, to state fairs and majors and stuff like that. And those kids like we are the future, but those kids are the future, too. Mm-hmm. And you have to just keep feeding into them to get their art, like our industry to grow and to keep on keeping on, I guess. <laughs> oh, this one's weighted. It's a hard <laughs> question, but you know, um, you have to, you have to know your history and understand where things have been, mm-hmm. um, to continue to improve in the future. Um, and for me in five years, um, where I'd like to be, uh, is continue to improve um, in making livestock better, mm-hmm. not just a banner, not just a show ring, but to be able to have a hundred head out in a herd that I'm I'm happy and proud of, and I don't find very many flaws. Something that's consistent and high quality, um, but along with that, still continuing to keep in mind. Um, that leadership is key and there will always be someone watching. And I've said it already mm-hmm. in this podcast, but um, those younger generation are always looking up to those next, um, that next step. And uh, for me, I have to make sure that I practice what I preach yep. um, and continue to self-evaluate how I'm performing uh, to continue to influence that younger generation to hopefully be inspired to do what I want to do too. There you go. Like it. So in five years being, I'm already a college freshman. My time in the show ring may be coming to an end. So retiring from the show ring doesn't mean I have to retire from the show barn. Uh-huh. So I plan to find a few kids kind of like Cameron talked about and just pour into them because I believe, like you said earlier, if it wasn't for the kids, we wouldn't have this industry. Yeah. And they're the building blocks for this industry and for the future. And I believe, like, if we can get them to their maximum potential to get them to really see that, hey, this life has a lot more to offer than what I think it does, then we can get them to have that mindset with our industry as well. Oh, yeah. And they can push our industry to, to, to new levels, to get new things done, new things conquered. And it's just exciting to know that we can we can influence that now and it can continue on down the road. And, and we do that with, like, this, this camp yeah. like this is what this is all about yeah. yeah 
This is just one little tool. And think about this, guys. You guys are the leaders of this camp, which has, you said, 37 kids. Yes, sir. Those 37 kids go back home and tell two friends. We've doubled mm-hmm. it, tripled right. it, actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Those two kids tell mom and dad, okay, there's this camp in Ohio mm-hmm. that I have to go to next year. Mm-hmm. And then those kids next year apply and they, they get here. Those two kids tell four more people. You realize what you're doing here exactly. is you've started something really good. So, you know, there's only four of us in this room and three of you are, are in this camp doing doing the lead, the, the leader part of things. But this is just the four walls. Or you're going to bust right out of them. So that's good stuff. You're giving Clint. Yeah. I have, I have full goosebumps <laughs> down my arms right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the concept of let's, let's take it down to to the very you know early stages of somebody getting involved and make sure that we light the fire because there's a lot of people out there there's people i'm sure that have even listened to this show that like they just don't know what life is like in the show stock industry outside their county fair right and until you get those kids jazzed up and fired up about going out and and you know, wanting to be competitive at their county fair and then taking it the next step and go to state fair and the national shows. And, and I think your jackpot shows even, it is just, you know, it takes a special person to convince somebody that that's cool to step out of their comfort zone and go try something like that. So I applaud what you guys are doing for sure. Well, guys, we're almost lunchtime here, and the grills have been fired up for about an hour now. Uh, we want to thank you guys for taking time out of this camp, um, A, to help the kids out all entire week. You guys, as long as you got internships and mm-hmm. studies at, at college and, and everything like that, but you decided here in June, uh, I don't know when this is going to air, but you guys decided to take a week out of your busy schedule and help some kids out. And that, that means a lot to me, being somebody enthusiastic in the industry, uh, like I said, you're you're multiplying without even knowing it. Secondly, thanks for getting on the show. You, you guys were nervous when we first started. You guys are all laying back in your chairs, and I think we could talk for another hour. So uh, thanks for coming on the show, and uh, spread the word. You guys are the generation that knows what a podcast is, but tell mom and dad or download it to their phone. <laughs> so, but, hey, thanks, guys, for coming on. It's been a, it's been a blast. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, want to say here from illinois it's been a pleasure even though i have not met you guys face to face it's still been uh it's been fun to talk and learn from you guys so uh guys that are listening uh love to hear from you again uh if you've got any ideas for future episodes uh you want to uh become a sponsor you know anybody that wants to be involved with our platform uh or just want to connect with us send us some messages uh keep sending in those topics from a hat so i don't have to pull two of them out of my butt uh and then uh you know we we work on social smash and and a bunch of other things so keep sending those messages in uh facebook instagram twitter snapchat Follow us. I'm sure if you're listening, you probably do already. If you're listening for the first time and don't know how to uh, follow us, just search for our name, Stock Talk. Pretty simple. Um, And then if you like what you heard, keep sharing, liking, commenting, tell your family and friends. Keep playing it in the show barn or on the long road trips. Without you guys, we are nothing. And I'm going to quit talking and let Trevor wrap it up. (laughs) Hey, another quick announcement. Online store is coming very soon. We have some Really cool stock talk gear, hats, t-shirts, a Jim McCoy uh, designed one on there also for a limited time only. Uh, sorry to drag our feet. It's a lot of work to actually get an online st- store up more than what I thought. So uh, plus we are going to be partnering with a really cool product that you guys have to get on and, and stay tuned and listening 
about. Just a little teaser there. So with that being said, folks, thank you so much for listening. We are here at the Ohio State campus with the showpig.com all-star camp. And this has been another edition of Stock Talk. I gotta go.